We'll do it live! Well, hello. <laughs> How about that? That works, yeah. <laughs> I'm Rachel. And I'm David. And this is the inaugural episode of All Good Things. Oh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. So, the times being what they are, <laughs> we thought <laughs> that you all might like um, a little reprieve in between terrible stories. Yes. We are still going to do oh, yes. our terrible stories. Every Monday. Yes. But I was thinking every Thursday, mm-hmm. we can do these little mini-sodes, but about happy things. Yes. Happy chat. Yeah. Happy talk. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just be like uh, the the local news at the end of the hour when they do... Yes, their, their feel-good story. Yes, exactly. This is, this is our, our feel-good Our feel-good story of the day. <laughs> I, suddenly, it became a British newscast. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> eh, that works. <laughs> So, they're, they're more they're more battle hardened than we are. So yeah, did you say battle hardened? Battle. Oh, battle. <laughs> I was like, what? I is might have battle. <laughs> they might well, be that too. Yeah, fair enough. They eat a lot of cheese over there. <laughs> um, but uh, I was gonna say something. I'm something. sure it was great. Oh, I had a, a really funny. So you know, we do our one star review corner. We do. Well, I played myself, and I played myself hard this week. Okay. So. <laughs> Someone commented um, on the Instagram post from a couple weeks ago. Um, I think it was the E. coli, the Jack in the Box E. coli. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, ep- or not epidemic, what do we call it? Outbreak. Uh, but they said their, their comment on Instagram was, I yawned. And I took it <laughs> as like they were bored by it. So I slapped back hard and I was like... Thanks for keeping us updated with your facial movements. Like, I was... Wait, what? You said that? Like, sarcastically, yeah. Oh, I don't know what that means. They're oh, like, they're, I oh, I yawned. Okay. It's my smart-ass comment back. I see. I even, like, dragged Did them on Facebook you, and everything. You clapped back. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank God that's dead. I don't know why I just resurrected that. <laughs> um, And I dragged them on Facebook and everything, and they responded... No, I just meant like you yawned in the episode and you said you wondered if anybody else was going to yawn. I, I yawned back. I yawned too when you said that. And I was like, oh, I'm a total asshole. So I was the asshole in that situation. And it was really just somebody being cute yeah, and commenting. That's, that's why so. I'm just like, just leave the comments where they are. The one star review corner I, I do enjoy because mm-hmm. that's something we can't clap back on. That's right. Well, unless not, it not comes in, through, unless it know. comes through our social media, right? But we've never, we haven't ever really received bad uh, comment, like negative comments. No. no, everybody who reaches out is, uh, except for the one person on Instagram, <laughs> not that person, a different person, but we've dragged them already. Um, except for two people on Instagram so far. <laughs> uh, follow us: Insta, Twitter, Facebook at All Bad Things Pod. You can email us allbadthingspod at gmail.com. Research is pouring in. Apparently, COVID nineteen is excellent for us because it means that we get a lot of scripts because a lot of people have a lot of time on their hands, and that is fantastic. And we are looking forward to all of those scripts. Yes, indeed, we we absolutely are. Um, lots of good topics too. And it's going to be really interesting. And we have made a pledge to get to the scripts that we've already received. Yes, 
Yes. And we're we're also thinking of like recording the meat of the episodes ahead of time and then just doing new intros. Yeah, we've thought yeah. about that. But... Just to make sure we've got a little um, surplus. Yeah. Because that way, if shit hits the fan, we can still be like releasing just episodes. You put know? them out. <laughs> Might we as well. we are here for the people. This exactly. is a podcasting is designated, I believe. I I got my letter <laughs> that we are uh, An essential service. That we are a critical infrastructure employee. Mm. If only we made money off of this, exactly. we might be. <laughs> but yeah, I did receive that level level letter, mm-hmm. and it was uh maybe stop and think for a second. Yeah. So um so yeah. that, that was kind of a. Uh, I, I just pictured in my mind as soon as I saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna have to give this to a cop at some point. Should we um should we pivot to happy chat? We shall. Okay, <laughs> and we'll deal with that in our sorry about Monday that. episode. That's okay. That's okay. It's literally <laughs> on everybody's mind. But let's see if we can take your mind off of things for a bit. So. The, these are going to be little mini so They're not going to be as long, I say, as I see we've talked on f- for like five minutes. Um, oh, hope you enjoyed the new uh, theme song. That was super fun to do when I was supposed to be doing taxes to take an hour and put that together. So that was fun. Um, but I thought so. I, so we were thinking we would do just like little feel good stories, little yes, little happy sods, happy sods, happy like sods. There we go. Um, and. I thought for this one, so I literally just looked, like, I googled um, happy stories or something like that. And this is one of the things that came up in, like, a year-end list or something from last year. Uh, But it really, I I really liked it because who doesn't love a good comeback story? Exactly. And this is a comeback story. Specifically, my friends, this is the story of the humpback comeback. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Let's do it. Dun, 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 dun. Is that what it? Y'all ready for this? Oh, now I know. I, I Everybody dance now. Yeah, let's Isn't not that do, that one? Yeah, let's not do that. Okay. So, <laughs> after facing near extinction in the mid 20th century, the humpback whale species mm. made a comeback, thanks in part to a cessation of whaling, which led to a reflourishing of the species. So this this is a good um, and a good thing to keep in mind that species can be nearly wiped out and make a comeback. Uh, the American buffalo was pretty much uh, mm. wiped out completely. Uh, what people think of buffaloes now mm-hmm. are actually bison. bison? Mm-hmm. So. Did they ever come back? Did they? There are buffalo like here. I think they're mostly in zoos. There's mm, like, I think wow. there's like, don't quote me on this. I think there's like 10 of them. Oh, wow. The American buffalo. Yes. Well, that was downer. We need to get back to the happy story. Yes, happy. <laughs> because we're happy. I actually, uh, it's it's strange that you bring this topic up because oh. I, I know a lot about this story from my eighth grade science teacher. Oh, very good. Yes, he grew up in New England and... Mm-hmm. Um, he grew up in Hartford, I believe. Okay, yeah. And uh, would go out on the whaling boats when he was a yeah. kid. He told us stories about that and uh, sitting in front of the harpoon gun. Oh, boy, yeah. But he said he, he was a little kid, so he couldn't fire it. They would just well, put it... good. <laughs> well, they would put him in front of it and... And, <laughs> and just let him, like, pretend... Yes. Like Dwight Schrute pretend right. steer the ship. But he said, like, looking back on it now, he's like, I'm glad that we don't do that anymore. Yes. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's true. That's that's very true. So the humpback whale, as one would expect of a whale, is large. <laughs> would you like to to hazard any guesses as to the size of a humpback whale? I know that they are, um, in terms of species right now, the largest uh, species on Earth. I do really? Know that. Yes, oh, they okay. are. The humpback whale is. Okay. Yep. Um, there is a skeleton of it in the Science mm. Museum here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess that they are 75 feet long. Uh, that's a little overshooting. Is it? Okay. Between 48 <laughs> and 62 and a half. <laughs> Samsonite. <laughs> Which translates to 14 and a half to 19 meters. That's still really large. It's gigantic. I saw a little infographic where they compared it to a bus, and it's bigger than a bus, like a school bus. Oh, yeah. Bus. <laughs> like, yeah, could eat a bus. Massive, yes. So, uh, they also weigh around 40 tons. Wow. And have huge pectoral fins. So pectoral fins are the little arm fins. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this so that you can <laughs> see what I... I'm like flapping little but, wings. But you're actually like T-Rexing it. Yes, they, I am they, T-Rexing they, it. They, they don't T-Rex. <laughs> well, ew, David. Little T-Rex with the player piano. Uh, Alexa. Excellent indie game for anybody who wants to go uh, deep sea and exploring. Uh, mm. There's a game called Abzu. That's right, yeah. Which was uh, a lot of fun to play. And you get to interact with humpback whales. Mm. Okay. So their pectoral fins can grow up to be 16 feet long, or nearly 5 meters. That's wider than this room. Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> it's huge. Um, and it's their big old fins that gave them their Latin named Latin name, uh, <clears throat> Megaterra Novangelae, okay. which means big wing of New England. <laughs> Interesting. You know, that would be a great sports team name in New England, the Big Wing. Big Wings. Except it would sound like Big Wigs or Red Wings. Yeah, no, it wouldn't. Yeah, you're right. It's not not (laughs) such a great idea. I guess Patriots is better. Uh, Their moniker Humpback comes from the fact that they have like a curvature rounding a a little bit of a hump along their back um, just uh, before their uh, dorsal fin. And they have a little bitty itty bitty dorsal fin Mm -hmm. um itty bitty living space for 90s kids who remember aladdin um (laughs) especially compared to their giant pectoral fins so they they kind of have a a humped shape and that's why they're called humpbacks um they're found in every ocean on earth and are known for their whale songs which are apparently ridiculously complex and can last for hours on end i've i've seen youtube videos they can Mm -hmm. last for days too yeah Researchers uh, have worked to decipher their songs and have identified dozens of separate types of vocalizations and identified them as like some are indicative of mating calls. There's literally like arguments (laughs) that happen in whale songs. Sure. And then like mother whales calling to their calves, like basically calling them home for dinner. (laughs) So it's pretty amazing. Yeah, they are uh, truly just gorgeous species well and incredibly intelligent if they Mm -hmm. have essentially their own language uh, or communication methods i guess and when left out of the danger of humans they can live up to 80 years in the wild i I didn't realize it was that long yeah yeah they can be pretty old and if they could breathe on land and had opposable thumbs they would kill us all (laughs) or sing us a song Mm -hmm. one or the other they'd be like giant opera singers yeah picture a uh, 50-foot-long whale. 
like cling, uh, hooking its little fins together. Except that's a that's a tenor song, and I was singing a soprano voice. That's silly. It doesn't work. It doesn't translate. Unfortunately for the humpbacks, people are sometimes real assholes, and have a long history of hunting whales. Now, the history of hunting whales, which hunting whales is called whaling, mm-hmm. uh, goes way back. Like they think more than four thousand years. Oh yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt practice, that at all. Yeah. Right? It's a huge animal mm-hmm. with a lot all, of meat to be had. Mm-hmm. Also, also uh, the oils that they made off. Well, of let's and, get oh, into okay. that a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So way back in the day, as well as in ongoing hunting, in more um, primitive is not the right word, more traditional ways by native peoples like the Inuits. Um, these hunt, uh, the hunting methods that they used and some, uh, cultures still use are very manual, right? Like manually harpooning. Um, so this is not done on a, or was not done on a massive scale at all. Yeah. Back in the day, it was actually a challenge, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, I Mm -hmm. guess I, I, I can't begrudge that. Well, but to an extent, well, and here's the thing, like any other form of hunting, Especially way back when, and then in native culture, in native and indigenous cultures, they used the entire animal. Mm-hmm. Like the flesh was used for food. Um, inedible parts were used, like boning bones were used for building materials yes, or were. carvings or tools. Mm-hmm. Um, they so, used they used everything. It would, nothing and went to waste. One animal could one humpback whale. Like they're not going to be going and killing a humpback whale a day. That's ridiculous. No. One would probably get them through Who six knows? months. Who knows? Yeah. I, I have no <laughs> I have no frame of reference yeah. for how long a humpback whale lasts. I'm gonna guess it lasts a, lasts a while <laughs> or a community. Yeah. So, however, as time went by, humans got a lot more indiscriminate in their consumption mm-hmm. of. Literally everything, including whales. By the Middle Ages, whales were being hunted for their blubber to be used for oil and their bones to be used for torture devices known as corsets. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boning Mm -hmm. in corsets, you know. Then along came colonial America and everything went to shit for the whales, as it did for just about everything else. For a lot of uh, species, (laughs) including people. Including humans. Whales were found... Fewer and farther between off the Atlantic coasts, so Americans expanded out toward the waters of the Arctic, the Antarctic, and basically just cast a wider metaphorical net for whales. Then by the mid-1800s, technology like gun-loaded harpoons, like think like an early automated weaponry Exactly what my uh, science teacher was talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, And steamships made it easier to track down, hunt, and kill uh, whales. And it also turned whaling into a big industry. So by the early 20th century, it is estimated that more whales were being hunted than had been hunted in the previous four centuries combined. So just massive, massive increases in the number of whales being killed. And you ask, why is this all good things? Well, we're getting to that part. <laughs> yeah, right. I was starting to wonder that myself. It's gonna get bad before it gets uh, before it gets good. Just, just like just COVID. Like, like I said, just like COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah. So in the South Atlantic Ocean alone, an estimated twenty five thousand whales were killed within a twelve year span. Oh my God. Um, that's an average of almost six per day, if you do the math. So, 
And that left an estimated 450 poor little humpback whales in the... Now, we're just talking about the South Atlantic, but still... But That's just so, a massive I mean, decimation. Yeah, it's that's it's shameful. Yeah, it is. Um, and the humpback whale is a spe- an especially vulnerable species because they're relatively slow, so they're easier to catch, and they tend to hang out around the coastlines, mm-hmm. so they're, they're easier defenseless. to spot. Yeah, yeah. Especially, they're not defenseless against like an Inuit person with a spear. Mm. Like they can handle it's a fair that. fight, right? They can handle that, but they are a, de- a giant ship with. Automated harpoon guns and yeah they're yeah they're they're not winning that fight now early attempts to sort of curb the the destruction of the whale population because early attempts were mostly based on hey we're gonna run out of this resource not oh this is bad for these whales but rather you know we need them so there were some pretty weak sauce efforts (laughs) okay boomer Boomer, do you know this is weak sauce? <laughs> you cracked yourself up. I did. I don't know why. <laughs> um, so, but even the like throughout the 20s and 30s, like even the League of Nations addressed whaling at one point. But it was just, it was weak because there was poor enforcement. And, and so if you don't enforce anything, what the what's that going to do, you know? It's kind of like financial laws. Ah. Hmm. It's just if you don't enforce them. Hmm. People run ramshot. Hmm. So in December 1946, the International Convention for the Regulation of Whaling was signed in Washington, D.C. And from that came the International Whaling Commission, the IWC, who were charged with whale conservation. In its early days, the committee was essentially completely ineffective. (laughs) Catch limits that they set were inordinately high, like it wasn't going to do anything. Yeah. It wasn't going to help anything. It's like, okay, you guys are going through six a day. Let's let's tone it down a bit to, to five, five a day. Right? <laughs> I, I need, you're here. Mm-hmm. I need you here. <laughs> that that works on a podcast. Yes, it does. <laughs> People will know. Yes. I hope. I, I think so. <laughs> um, so they had catch limits that were too high. And then further, they didn't even have a compliance or uh, enforcement program. So what did it matter? It was just for show. It's a rule with no enforcement. That's yeah. bullshit. So, so there, and even if they had lowered the limits, they don't have enforcement. So what is it? It's just ridiculous. Yep. By the 1961 to 1962 whaling season, and now I'm talking about whales in general, not just sure. humpbacks here to be clear. That was the peak of whaling that was reached with an estimated 66,000 whales oh killed in God. one single season. Isn't that horrific? <clears throat> it is. That, it's, um, it's, it's disgusting. Yeah. In the early 1960s, the modern environmental movement began to gain traction. And one of the issues brought to the fore was the plight of whales. The World Wildlife Foundation popularized the Save the Whales campaign. And that sort of happened throughout that decade. And then in 1972, for the first time, the United Nations held a major conference on international environmental issues at the UN Conference on the Human Environment. So it's like in 1972, basically, the world came together and said, hmm. <coughs> <coughs> should, I, should I take over for that a second? That was a direct quote. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I swallowed that, that's, wrong. That's how, we, uh, that's how we warmed up the audience with, <laughs> with that right there. This person speaking. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. Can you imagine somebody yeah, getting clear, up to, to speak? clear his throat first? <laughs> getting All right, subwoofers working? Working? Yes. Go. What's that from? I was just trying. Oh, okay. to, that, was a, that was a that was a that was a bad Bernie Sanders impression. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little because I didn't know what you were doing. That's okay. <laughs> it's cute though. Um. So. Among the results of this conference was the call to ban whaling worldwide. And it was the first time. And it wasn't a ban as much as it was a moratorium, like they were going to say, like for a period of time. Um, But at least someone was calling for it. So this is 71, 72? 72. 72. Mm -hmm. Okay. To put it into context, I'm going to go a little off the map here. Mm -mm. Um, Just, just. We never go off the map. Slightly off the map. Slightly. Um, I want to say the exact same year, 1972, is when the WHA was formed, which is the World Hockey Association, which included the team, the New Hard- England oh. Whalers oh. at the time. Mm-hmm. I want to say that they they were born in 1972. Okay, they well, would later poor timing. It was they would later <laughs> they would later merge with the uh, the four remaining WHA teams that were left would merge with the NHL later they would become the Hartford, Hartford Whalers which the are Carolina now the Hurricanes. Carolina Hurricanes yes and they have made a statement saying oh because uh, they sell the they still the sell the, the Whalers and stuff yeah because it is like the greatest logo in sports it is pretty cool um, they have made a statement saying. At the time, uh, the team name was was due to whaling was a huge industry, right. especially in New England. Yeah, That's kind of why they got the nickname. Yeah, uh, but they have gone on to say that we look at it now as to appreciate the the species. Oh, okay. The whalers is in almost like the whale watchers, exactly. or the whale appreciators, mm-hmm. not the whale hunters. Right. <laughs> we do not condone no killing whales. No. Yeah. Well, that's good. At least they addressed it. Yes. And reinterpreted it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that, that that's good. And so they called for a moratorium in 72 on uh, uh, whaling. Um, now, interestingly, at that point, the U.S. was ever so slightly ahead of the curve. In 1971, Wait, they... What? I know. Ahead of the curve. In 1971, the U.S. outlawed whaling. So that was mm-hmm. much earlier than, uh, well, no, it wasn't much earlier. It was a year earlier. Um, of course, this was an international issue, not just a U.S. issue. Like I said, humpback whales, let alone whales in general, are found everywhere. Like, in, if we're lucky, they're everywhere, right? Um, we, found in we, every we ocean can on only Earth. hope. Mm-hmm. So the IWC was slow to react, but in 1974, they began reducing limits of whaling of like whales that could be killed again not terribly effective the limits were still too high and they weren't really doing a whole lot to ensure compliance and so the whale population continued to decline during the 70s in 1979 they finally took larger action and declared the whole of the indian ocean would become a whale sanctuary okay and uh that's a good start yep and uh, they they placed a moratorium on all industrial whaling, which is good. That's a, that's an important distinction, except for the minke whale. I guess maybe they were. I didn't go into the minke whale. This is the story of the humpbacks. But finally, in 1982, the IWC called for an all-out ban on all whaling, which went into effect in 1986. Norway and Japan were two countries who voted against it. That's and we're not cool, but here's why. They have a long history of whaling. Sure. Long history of whaling. 
Well, you were going to say something. Well, I would say I, that doesn't surprise me with Japan because uh, as the several shark. as several documentaries have let us know, whaling yeah. still goes on. Black blackfish is that? Uh, the... Yeah, orca whales. Yeah. They still hunt and kill, which I'm pretty sure is illegal. That's one um, of the most depressing documentaries I've ever seen, and I will never watch again. Yeah, I watched it once, and I'm like. I'm good. No, the cove. The cove. The cove. That's, That's the one. Was. That's the one where the dude yeah. straps the TV. I, yeah. Anyway. This is all good things, it damn is. it. Um, but I, it kind of surprises me with Norway, but I guess regionally I, I understand. Well, because plus they're... it's one of those Arctic Circle mm-hmm. countries. So... It's just something that they they do. Well, and there are native peoples and there indigenous are. peoples. And, and that's the thing, like... I agree that the main problem is industrial whaling. Yes. I mean, I do not encourage killing in any way of whales, but... Hey, if you're going to take out a, a humpback whale with yourself and a spear, okay. Like, I'm like... I'm not going don't, I don't be nec- super cool with I it. I don't necessarily but... agree with it, but at least it's a fair fight. It's a fairer <laughs> so, fight, at least, right? So, yeah. I'm like, good luck. But yeah, if anyway, and it's, that's, it's it's all good things. All <laughs> and that things. is that is a little bit of a point of um, uh, privilege, I think. So as a vegan, you know, I'm a hundred percent against hunting. However, I understand that there are indigenous cultures for whom um, the killing of animals has a specific purpose. Sure, that is more. Regionally, too, and even yeah. in the United States. Yes. Yeah. Although it's that and I'm a little... I'm, I'm not going to give a, a bunch of white necks the um, benefit of the doubt on it. Oh, I probably just got a <laughs> 10 uh, one-stars review, reviews, didn't I? It's okay. Where I grew up, uh, hunting is what people do. Part of it is, uh, believe it or not, is to preserve... Uh, the land. Yes, and I get that, and I get that there are problems with like yeah. overpopulation yes. and things like that. So I, I can't, I can't give a blanket like, oh, that's bad. But with in this case, like, if it had just been indigenous peoples whaling with spears and stuff, then good luck. The whales would have been fine. <laughs> yes, they would have. And there would not have been a problem. Yeah. The problem is industry. The problem is like, capitalism. Yeah. They would have lost like one a month. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And it would not have been in vain. The animal would be fully used. Again, not that I'm in favor of that, but I understand it. And I'm a lot more um, willing to understand that perspective sure. than somebody who's being a greedy asshole and hunting en masse for and, money. And it's good that you do that because you're wanting hunters and people who carry guns to understand your perspective mm-hmm. as well. So. You know, it's yeah. important to understand where each person is coming yeah. from, mm-hmm. whether you agree or not. That's right. a, that's a separate issue. True, but as but as long as you okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so there's something yeah. to be said for that too. Yeah, yeah. So even today, Norway allows whaling of minke whales for meat, and Japan allows whaling for quote research purposes. Mm. It's apparently very shady. And uh, so it sounds like some Resident Evil type. And of then shit. they're allowed to sell the meat that's yeah. left over. So it's all very. I don't know about that. At any rate, it wasn't until 1994 that enforcement on the whaling ban became like legit. Though again, Norway and Japan kind of have little loopholes they can work around. And the World Wildlife Fund, which was one of my sources, there the, they are the unhappy. Original, the original WWF. Yes. They are unhappy with the IWC in general and not happy with Japan and Norway over these practices. Uh, again, understandably. Yep. 
beluga whales and norwals are still killed at a rate between 1,000 and 2,000 a year Jesus. today. Killing little narwhals with their little unicorn mm-hmm. horns. Um, but this is all good things. So let's get back to the South Atlantic <laughs> no, humpbacks. It, it's, hard, it's hard to... Uh... It's hard to transition the energy from good to bad. I know. <laughs> or from bad to good, bad rather. Bad to good, yeah. <laughs> so after their numbers dwindled to just a few hundred in the 50s, the population of humpbacks in the South Atlantic were really as good as gone, right? Pretty like, much. no action yeah. taken and they're going yep. to die out. But with the decades-long effort of conservation, the whales were given a chance to stage a comeback. And come back they did. Just last year, at the end of 2019, a study came out with the awesome news that the South Atlantic humpback whale population had risen to about 25,000, roughly 93% of its pre-20th century numbers. They're almost fully back. And it proved that even in the face of near extinction, with the right actions taken, it is entirely possible to protect and revive an entire species population. Excellent. And that, my friends, is the humpback comeback. Excellent. Now, if only we could do the same thing with wild cats. Aw, yeah. Yeah, if we take the right steps, mm -hmm. right? And here's some pictures of a humpback whale. I know, they are... And then a whale tail. I would love to go on one of these... Oh, the cruises? Yeah, the sightseeing. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at that. I mean, there's just a... A majesty? Thank you. Yes, mm-hmm. actually, that's the word I was actually trying to uh, pull out of my brain, and it, yeah. w- and it wouldn't come out. But yes, they they are a very uh, majestic creature. I mean, they are. I mean, yeah. and and they and they are prehistoric. Yes, whales go back tens of millions mm-hmm. of years. They are like crocodiles and alligators. They are a window into a, mm-hmm. a part of the world that nobody has ever existed in. Oh, come and on, that, David. Humans existed with dinosaurs. That's true. They, they used to ride T-Rex. I know. And he used to <laughs> open up the... Crack open the coconuts. That's what the dude with the Kentucky oh, no. uh, creation. Oh, no. Not that guy. Ken. Ken something. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We're not going to say his last name. I was going to say Ken Lay, but he was the Enron guy. He was. Uh, I believe he's dead. Yes, he is. Um, but it, it, they're also uh, that's the thing that's fascinating, I think, the most to me about whales is they're a window into a, a time different of the era. earth that just the earth itself mm-hmm. was different. Yeah, and these things were are still here. So mm-hmm. the gentle giants of the ocean. Absolutely, they're uh, gorgeous. They I are. mean, look at that. If you saw I know, that, oh, I know. And these pictures give no scale, no. obviously, but they're enormous. Mm-hmm enormous you I, I agree it would be very cool to see i don't think i've ever seen a whale i never have yeah no i'm trying to think like what animals i've seen well we inadvertently saw a stingray we did in, <laughs> in san diego and you, and you took and, the, I, and you and you inadvertently took, took the proper steps i did i ran <laughs> i ran out of that supposed, water you're supposed to stamp your feet but running that but works that, too that does it that does it <laughs> I learned that on my like, <laughs> I learned that on my surfing lesson a couple of days later. Yeah, no joke. I literally went, ooh, 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 and like light footed it out of there. It was that was apparently funny. that's what it you're supposed the right to do. Thing. I did the right thing out of fear, but it ended up being the right thing to do. So, what did you think of our first? Uh, all good things. I think it's fun. Like, yeah. let's we'll. Uh, there are plenty of inspirational stories. Mm-hmm. Not that we want to get. 
you know, too cheesy or anything like that, but fun stories or yeah. just good stories, good natured Comebacks stories. Comebacks are always a good one. Yeah, absolutely. You know, every every comeback is a setup for a fall. No. There's some saying about comebacks. <laughs> I can't think of. Let me take one from the uh, from the television show Entourage because the, oh, it dear. just okay. peaked in my mind for some reason. Okay. When when Vince after season five just oh, yeah, he... cannot cannot get employed anymore, uh-huh. and he finally does, uh, Ari says to him, "Hey, everybody loves a good comeback, and Brittany already fucked up hers. Go get him." <laughs> In the long run, though, Britney... She did. Brittany, she made it out. Britney's back, bitch. But not in uh, not in 2008. That was not the case. No. <laughs> no, but uh, Ari was pretty short-sighted. Mm-hmm. So... As, as people who, as people who managed... Well. No, it didn't. As people who manage money generally are mm-hmm. short-sighted. I, I've been... I've been... Uh, binging sex in the city during tax season that's also a show that i like to watch to point out to myself how poorly it aged (laughs) (laughs) the level of consumerism in that show makes all of those women really unlikable in retrospect it would be interesting to see sex in the city COVID edition (laughs) yes it would and uh i i think i think we're creeping into uh, another podcast formula oh all bad movies all bad movies all bad TV. <laughs> but anywho, we we were we were doing this. We we know that life doesn't suck. I I, I refuse to believe that life is just different right now. Life is it, so, and that differentness can be really tough for a lot of yes. people. Like especially if you struggle with your mental health, if you need routine to really feel. If you're not getting paid sick leave. Oh man, no kidding, no um, kidding. We're still here. Uh, we we are we are here for you, and we will bring you our usual, our bad things, our terrible bad stories things. on Monday. And <laughs> yeah. in the meantime, we'll also bring you, uh, you know, a, not as long, thankfully. <laughs> Although if we keep going, you might end <laughs> up might being. Be. <laughs> but we'll bring you uh, lighthearted, good, and fun stories in the meantime as mm-hmm. well. And you can skip the bad things. Just listen to the good things. You can listen to the good things. Just skip the wait. Which did I start with? Something Anyway, <laughs> you can pop around. We understand. We understand. But we hope you um, have enjoyed our our little good thing. The humpback whales are back. They are. Humpback's back. All right. <laughs> and I think we'll leave it off there. Yes. This has been our first episode of all good things. I'm David. I'm Rachel. We'll see you next Thursday. I was going to say not next Tuesday. But we'll we... see you next Thursday. Yes. See you next Tuesday means something else. <laughs> we love you guys. Take care.